Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And my name's Josh. And this is Stay On Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay On Target. We are your hosts. That's right. You can find us on stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, Josh. This week, <laughs> we are talking about the Game Awards 2019. Yes, which we are watching right now. Yeah. We're on mute. On <laughs> It literally started seconds ago. Yes. Um, basically, we don't want to stay up until, you know, like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So we're going to watch this as we're podcasting. Maybe comment on things we see. Which let's let's just be real. <laughs> I don't want to stay up that late. You will probably already be up that late, but 100%. I'm an old man and I need I need my sleep. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> maybe one day I can lure your, you over to the dark side. Yeah. Maybe when you don't have a, uh, a, a small child at home. That's true. Keeping you up anyway. I mean, for all, so there was a, a, a while there where I was pretty consistently on the podcast, but I've since had another child <laughs> and now I'm kind of back to where I was a few years ago. So yeah, we're starting over. Yeah. Um, so Josh. Yes. When was the last time you were on? Uh, did I review something? I don't remember. Probably. I mean, uh, yeah, probably it was probably a review. What, what 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 have you been up to since then? Oh gosh. I think it's been a long time. Yeah, I've played a lot of Destiny. Nice. Uh picked up uh the the Watchmen comic. Okay. Oh, I've the, never the read it. Novel. The yeah. the original one. Yeah, the original one. That's amazing. Never actually read it. I saw the movie about a year ago and I enjoyed it because I I have now, you know, I don't have any source material to fall back on and so I wasn't like Oh, the comic's better because I didn't know. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean, it's very Zack Snydery, but uh, I enjoyed it, and I thought the the premise, like aside from Zack Snyder, the whole idea of Watchmen was really appealing to me. So yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, so I started reading the comic. That is one dense story. So there's, uh, there's uh, it's taken me a week just to get through chapter one. Nice, yeah. But, and they uh, have those big sections. Is, is it at the beginning or end? At where the end like of every chapter, yeah. Reading, ex- like excerpts text. from, yeah. It's like excerpts from the the book that that guy wrote. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it so far? I love it. Yeah, I think it's so. I mean, dude, it's it really is like even just after the first chapter, it's such it's so like head and shoulders above anything else I've ever read. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you really enjoy it. Did you recently, I feel like in the past couple of years was whenever you got into graphic novels. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say that I'm really into them now. <laughs> I'm, I'm into like, I just like the idea of books. I was, I was talking with my brother about this. I suck at reading. Oh, I don't yeah. like to just like sit and read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love books. I love the way they look, the way they feel. I love holding them. I love just walking into a Barnes and Noble and mm-hmm. like looking at books. Yeah. Um, but if I know if I buy a book, I probably won't finish it. I'm dude. I, I'm the same way, only because I get distracted. <laughs> right. No, I'm I'm just that way because I get bored and I'm like I don't want to read this anymore. <laughs> yes. uh, so graphic novels for me, uh, I'm not super into them, but I do kind of approach them as just another way to, to kind of take in a story. So if the story's really good, then I'll read it, you know? And totally. I've read some graphic novels that were just kind of like, that's whatever, that's okay. And then I've read some other ones that have really blown me away. So, um, and it's always just kind of like, uh, just how you would approach any other medium, you know, some TV yeah. shows are great, some aren't, but yeah. Did you ever read uh, Kingdom Come? No. Mm, that's a good one too. I actually, the only reason, uh, the reason that came to mind, I read that right after Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's good. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Uh, you played Control. I don't think we've talked about Control. I'm trying to think of all the things that I, I've wanted to talk to you about, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't been able to because you haven't been on. Uh, yeah, I never finished Control. Oh, no. Uh, I kind of fell off because of Destiny, but also because, uh, I don't know, I kind of got to a point where I was like not super clear on what I needed to be doing, mm. and I didn't really have the uh, patience to like, dive into it and figure out like, okay, where am I supposed to go next? Like the objective what, wasn't clear. Yeah. And the, the whole game is a little obtuse about that. Like it's not very clear all the time about where you need to be going. Huh? Um, the map is very, uh, it's not very informative. It's not as, as informative as it could be. Is it an open world? 
Like you can go anywhere? Uh yes. Okay. But it's all takes it all takes place within a building. Okay. So it's not like sprawling open open world, but it is all one place. Okay. So you can go anywhere you want. Interesting. Well, actually, I take that back. It is a little Metroidvania in the sense that like some areas are blocked off until you have certain abilities. Yeah. Uh but there is no like loading in between areas unless you fast travel, I think. I think at the beginning of this year, I got like really spoiled by Game Pass. And so like whenever control came around, I'm like, well, crap, I gotta buy this thing. Yeah. And then I like just like never did. Yes. Um so I'm the same way. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Most of the games I play are on Game Pass. Yeah. Which is I mean, Game Pass is a no brain. It's so yeah. so fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like probably what I'll do is I'll look and see. Usually there's some like really good sales right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Games that come around out like earlier in the year are usually like half off. Is that Halo? That is Halo. <gasps> There's a Halo Infinite trailer. Well, I think this is just like a games thing. There's like uh, lots of different games well, it said, that are showing. It said World Premiere. Is that the new oh, Xbox? Whoa, what is that? That's the Xbox. That's crazy looking. It's like a... Is that Scarlet? I think so. Bro. How did we just miss that? Whole Xbox Series, Series X? X? Is that what they're calling it? I guess. We haven't had a name. Bro, are we just like, are we dropping news right now? <laughs> we are. It's breaking news it right is. now. It is. That's the thing. Holiday, Holiday 2020. 2020. Hold on. Go back. We got to watch. Right, hang on. Yeah, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> where's, where's my remote? Where's my remote? <laughs> Everybody it. <laughs> Where did it go? Okay. All right. Hang on. Holy cow. Oh, okay. look at that thing. Yeah, it looks awesome. It kind of reminds me like a Mac, uh, a like, Mac Pro, like the, the, yeah. the trash can or Mac. Oh, there's Phil Spencer. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Goodness. Okay. I was not expecting this I tonight, I wasn't expecting dude. this either. Okay, are we rewinding and watching? Yes. Okay, all right. Hang Let's on. Let's do hang a on, live reaction. We were totally missing this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, there's Jeff Keeley. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to turn this up. So this should be the title of the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Josh and Chris lose their minds over <laughs> surprise announcement of new Xbox. <laughs> okay, we, we're just seeing a bunch of stars. And now or- they're orbs. <laughs> and orbs. Mm. It's very existential. Mm. I love me some good uh, 3D motion graphics. Totally, dude. It's right up your alley. You would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, fulfill all Imagine all this is rendered. Imagine this is all rendered on the system. That'd be awesome. Let's have a surprise. Like in real time. Yeah. Then you will get more and more adventures. It's gonna be Forza. Yep. FIFA, I guess. Halo. Halo. Dude, I was not expecting this. No, me neither. So it's it's like a big it's like a big it's like a tower. Ta- yeah, it's it's a. Rectangular tower stood up on its end. And it looks like it's it's relatively small based on the controller size next to the it. The controller size and the disc drive. It looks like it's really just the size of like two discs. Yeah. Which, which would be like that tall. Like, yeah. like not even a foot tall. Yeah. So That's maybe 10 wild. inches. 10 inches tall, maybe about four inches square. Well, it's got to like at least have a room for a disc in there. So, yeah. Okay, so maybe six inches six square. Six inches, yeah. That would make sense. That's crazy. That's nuts, dude. We'll see what Phil Spencer says. Please welcome Phil Spencer. <laughs> He's just walking out like, that's right. <laughs> we just dropped that. We beat PlayStation. <laughs> What's their trailer be later? Yeah. Consoles to power your dreams. We see a future where you're instantly absorbed in your games where worlds are even more lifelike, immersive, responsive, and surprising. Where you are at the center of your gaming experience. Mm. Next holiday, Xbox Series X will lead us into the future of console gaming. Our fastest, most powerful Xbox will set a new bar for performance, speed, compatibility. Developers around the globe (laughs) <laughs> I forgot a period in that sentence. I forgot yeah. the period. I'm Ron Burgundy. 
Xbox Game Studios are developing the largest and most creatively diverse lineup dude. of exclusive games. This next generation is going to be crazy for Xbox. It's going to be insane, dude. I'm proud to reveal a project oh. early in development oh. from an incredibly talented creative team who are no strangers to the Game Awards. Mm. <gasps> it's going to be Fable. I bet it's Fable. Was all captured in engine as being built to take full advantage of Xbox Series X. Yeah. Dude, that's cool looking, man. Wow. That I console. love it. I love the design. Ninja <gasps> Theory. Okay. Yes, dude. Freaking <laughs> A, yes. Ninja Theory. They did Hellblade for yes. our listeners. Everybody's been waiting for their next big one because the they just released that hero shooter. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like, whatever. Yeah. No one's excited about that. This is, oh, this is going to look so, dude, this is in-game engine. This is in-game. This is all in-game. This looks insane, bro. Dude, that looks like Sinua. It does look like Sinua. I bet it is. Dude, do you think it's a sequel? Probably. I mean, I, I haven't played it, so I don't know what the story is, but... <laughs> That's what creepy as all get out, bro. Crap, dude. Oh my gosh. This looks nuts. So we're seeing a bunch of creepy footage. People walking around or, or on the beach. A bunch of chanting. I mean, it looks insane. There's like a rock monster. If it's not Sinua, I think it's the same actor. Yeah, because she looks like her. What is that? It, it is, is her Sinua dude. Saga Hellblade 2. That's awesome. <laughs> that's wow. the way. Dude, that's how you announce a console. Yeah. Here's our console. Here's an awesome looking game. Xbox Series X. Jeez. Dude. So we'll have to... We'll have to, you know, on YouTube or whatever, go back and listen to how he phrased that because I, I can't tell if that was in-engine because that looked really real. Okay, so he's not going to say anything about it. Or if he was saying the game will be built to take full advantage of the Series X or if that trailer was running on a Series X. I can't. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because that, hmm. I don't know. that. It looked, it, I mean, it looked all like pre-rendered. It did. And her mm. face was a little too intense for, I feel like a game system. Yeah, there was like skin movement. And yeah, like, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to go back and hear how he presented that. He kind of made it uh, sound Phil, like it was running on the system. Phil but Spencer I don't think like was. offered his firstborn, and somehow that's the dark magic or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how else that happens. <laughs> oh man, that just made me so excited, dude. That's awesome. Man. All right, time to start saving my money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we just saw the the the. Xbox Series X. Yeah. So the, there has been a rumor in uh, the past few days uh, or week or so, something like that, that you remember back whenever they were like, hey, there's going to be a like a, a top of the line version and then there's yes. going to be a smaller version. And yeah. then like X, uh, Microsoft came out and said like, hey, that's not happening. Right. It's just one skew. But then there's been like rumors recently now where like, yes, there is a, dis- a discless like smaller version, which honestly like that thing like – as small as it is, it could probably be a lot smaller if that disk drive was not in there. Correct. That's probably just a bunch of space. Yeah. Um, and so I could totally see them releasing two SKUs, one with a disk, one with not. They tested it earlier with what What was it called? Not the S. It was called the... Oh Yeah, it was the One uh, S, digital, but it was called One S. Edition. Yeah, One S All Digital. Yeah. So like, if they saw a good response to that or enough of a response where they're like, hey, this could actually be viable in the marketplace. Yeah. That's probably why they would call it Series X. Otherwise... You would have like a spe- very specific name, I would think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't, the the name's interesting because it's it's not like a it's a very uh, iPhone type name. It is, and it's also like I, f- I feel like I saw an interview earlier this week from Phil Spencer who was like the name will uh, uh, the name will inform you like what this the console does or something like that. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox game box. Yeah. <laughs> we play games. Yeah. Box. There's games on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shooty McShooty machine. I wonder if they're going to come out with like a press release or anything like de- with details. I'm surprised we saw it, honestly. Uh, yeah. That's crazy that the, well, okay. So 
so, some more stuff uh, that I just found out tonight because I was listening to uh, Podcast Unlocked on IGN. Mm. Uh, Dude, what is this? Is this Rocksteady's new game? No, this is Mortal Kombat 11 okay, Joker. Okay, okay. Uh, but uh, uh, Ryan McCaffrey was talking about uh, that there's already specs for the low end, which was called uh, Lockhart. Okay. Uh, that that will top out at 1440, 60 frames per second. Okay. Uh, whereas Anaconda, which is now Series X, uh, will be uh, 4K 60, okay. will be the standard. But then he also said um, uh, that Phil Spencer tweeted that he, uh, he already has the new Xbox yeah. at his home and that he's been playing on it. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. And Ryan McCaffrey was like, oh, for sure he's probably just got some PC. It's like a PC that's built to spec as that Xbox just in like a generic case. Like, no, dude, they've already got a freaking design. Yeah, dude. He's got the thing in his house. 100%. That's crazy. Um, So what are they doing for the next year then? Like, (laughs) what are we waiting for? I don't know. Uh, The other interesting thing. Well, we looked at, I don't know where my phone, what I did with it last week, we looked at like, what has Phil Spencer been playing? Yeah. And it's just been like, it was, I forgot, I even forgot now what it was. It was just like random things. Oh, yeah. it was, uh, one of them was Reach. He was playing Halo Reach, yeah. the new like addition to the Master Chief collection. Um, Dude, I forgot what we were talking about even before like any of this happened. I think we were just talking about what, what we've been up to. Oh yeah, you are but... talking about control or whatever. Um, So, I mean, nothing I've been doing, uh, is more exciting than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went and saw the the Mister Rogers uh, dude movie twice. Like, uh, twice, yes. yeah, I saw it so twice. Good, dude, it's amazing. Oh man, um, yeah, I recommend that. Jumanji comes out this weekend. I think we're going to try to review it uh, next week. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember yeah. what, what we said, but um, yeah, try to review it and uh, or maybe the week of Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. But that's wait, that's soon. I don't remember what we said. Christmas is in two weeks. I know. So. That's insane. Oh, no, no. Next week is uh, is um, Star Wars. Star Wars, which if you want to be on that, you can. No pressure. Uh, I'm, I'm taking my son with me, so I don't, I don't okay. I'll have to see. You know, he can be on yeah. it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pumped about that. There's some, some new uh, Star Wars stuff in Fortnite that I'm going to buy as soon as we get done podcasting. Yeah, dude. I didn't so, know about that. Some, I've been, I've been playing skin. a lot of... Oh, that's another thing. I've been playing Fortnite again. Dude. Because I'm a sellout. I'm a No. <laughs> season two is great. Season two is hundred yeah, percent great. Cha- chapter two is amazing. It's it's really oh, yeah, yeah, chapter two. Sorry. Yeah. I, I love the new map. I love the as as weak as it sounds, I love that there's bots because I feel like I can play. You know, totally. I've won like <laughs> no, four or five I've won like four or five games. It's, it gives you like it gives you confidence. You're yeah. Like, oh man. And so like in your mind, anytime anybody you come up on anybody, like you feel like you can take them. Otherwise, I feel like I used to just panic. Yeah. When anyone would be near me, I'm like <gasps> Yeah. You know, now I'm just like, I can take them on. Yeah. And they're probably like re- actually real people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, not a whole lot, dude. Yeah. Um, still listening to uh, Rebellion Reborn, the audiobook, uh, Star Wars audiobook. Trying to finish that before, uh, oh, okay. before next week. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I yeah. thought about picking that up at the at the bookstore, but then I was like, I'm not going to finish this before. Like, Star Wars. like right now, I'm in the point where they're still like introducing all these characters, and like I don't know if like maybe some of these characters will show up in the movie. I'm also trying to stay away from like spoilers because uh, JJ, um, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, they've all been out like doing interviews. There was like yeah. this big interview in the New York, New York Times. I started reading, but then like there was like sp- random spoilers in there, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to like I don't want any of this. So yeah. I'm just not, not going to pay any attention to any of this until after the entire movie's over. Yeah, there's been a couple like headlines of things that I'm like, I wish I hadn't read that. Yeah. I, it probably doesn't mean anything, but I don't like what it's making me think. Yep. And I just, I don't want to go in. Did they have to do with Ray? No. Nope. Okay, never mind. I mean, they had to do with Daisy Ridley. Mm, weird. Talking about things. Oh, but, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this so this kid that just won esports player of the year. He's yeah. the one that he won the Fortnite event, right? I'm not sure. He's like this young kid, and he's already a millionaire because he won that one. <laughs> That's insane, dude! Thing. That's awesome. He like was on a bunch of late night shows talking about it. That's awesome. I mean, if bunch I could, of, a bunch of dudes in their 40s trying to understand 
how 14-year-olds make money these days. If I could win a million dollars from playing Fortnite, I would totally do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, this isn't the kid. Wait, no, that was a different guy. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, later we're going to talk about, uh, who actually won all these awards Mm -hmm. and I'll just like, we'll outline them. Uh, but first the news, the news, Josh, the news. So last week as our like main segment, we talked about the new James Bond trailer Mm -hmm. and the new, um, wait, another trailer. What else came out last week? Uh, oh, um, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. This week in the news section, we're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife Mm -hmm. and Wonder Woman 1984. Mm -hmm. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, Let's start with Ghostbusters. I probably know the least about that. All right. All right. You can kind of walk me through that one. I mean, I I didn't even know this movie existed until this trailer, so (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much I actually know. Uh, It looks like it's like the... Looks like it's their kids or something. Or no, their grandkids. Grandkids, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought that they were making movies with like Dan Aykroyd and all the original actors. And right. said this might be it. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think I, I just kind of assumed that this was the, the movie. And maybe, maybe it's changed were, over the years. But I didn't know they were far enough along to make a trailer about it. I but. didn't know either. I think, I think this actually surprised a lot of people. That they had enough stuff for a trailer. It looked good. It had the, the like the kid from the Stranger Things. Yeah, like whatever. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Finn, Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah. Um, which uh, he's he just gets more awkward and awkward like as he gets older. Yes. You're like he's just like I mean, which he's in that age where he's just like long and gangly. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it makes me wonder, like, dude, he's gonna look like a like a full grown man once we get see Stranger Things season four. Yeah, I. Uh, Unless they've already shot it. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. I think it's written because they did that teaser trailer uh, for I chapter... I, I don't think I saw that. Oh, really? For chapter four? Yeah. What? What is yeah. it? Uh, it was just a, a shot of like the... Up, it was like a dolly pullback shot in the upside down. Uh, and it's... It just had the words like "We're not in Hawkins anymore." Hmm. Um, Are we in Russia? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Is Black Widow the Stranger Things four? Yes, she's <laughs> the Demogorgon. That's when you when you die on Vormir. That's you. You turn into the Demogorgon. That's amazing. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> spoilers um, for a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay. Thoughts on this whole cliche of like, let's get a bunch of kids together. And I know that, I know that this Ghostbusters movie takes place in present day, but it has very much that kids hanging out eighties vibe. And they're even using Finn Wolfhard. This is the third movie now, or uh-huh. the third th- uh, thing with that kind of vibe Stranger to things, use that it, kid. Yeah. And now, and now Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And I'm like, okay, uh, I feel like you're just, you know, it's it's like it's like when your mom keeps telling you you're cute when you wear that special bow tie. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, mom, you're just saying it at this point. <laughs> you don't even really believe it. Um, that was a weird analogy, but uh, like, just I don't know. Do you feel like it's it's getting to uh, kind of a critical mass thing at this point where it's like, okay, we need to think of something new here? I mean, here's the problem: is he's really good at that, like. He's really believable as that kind of a character in that like group setting. It'll be interesting to see, like you know. Uh, well, but I can personally, I can make the argument that Finn Wolfhard is not the strongest in any three of those settings. Mm. Well, I don't know about Ghostbusters, but out of between it and Stranger Things, he is not the strongest character or strongest actor. Like I would say, Stranger Things one, Dustin for sure. Stranger Things two, Will. Okay. Stranger Things three, probably uh, the. I honestly think the uh, uh, what's her name, um, Uma Thurman's daughter was probably the best. Who's Uma Thurman's daughter? Uh, she played the, the the girl that's that works at the Scoops oh, Ahoy. Oh, I did not know that was Uma Thurman's daughter. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I, w- I could I could I could say see that. Yeah, and then in it like. The the kid that's in Shazam, uh, he plays the like 
In, uh, oh yeah, he's totally he's totally like yeah he plays yeah he's like his his like foster brother in yeah. Shazam yeah, yeah he's he's definitely like the I think he's the strongest standout. character in in it for sure. Is that Finn Wolfhard's fault, or is it just like what they've written for him? Personally, I don't think Finn Wolfhard's as good of an actor as. Uh, I don't. I, he's a good actor, but I don't think he's he's great. Just personal preference. Yeah, I mean, it always comes down to like you know, will is this all that like is he being typecast? Is like you know, is this all mm-hmm. that people see him as? Yeah. Can he evolve out of this? I think the longer he stays in this, you, it, it's kind of like that. Uh, um, uh, Matthew McConaughey kind of like situation where like you're just the same character for twenty years, yeah, and then you have to do like something crazy like. True Detective or Mud or like where he lost all the weight for uh, right. Dallas Buyers Club to break out of that typecast. Like that's yeah. that's when he broke out. So mm-hmm. like what you know how how long will Finn have to go? And it's also always the question with me, like with with child actors and child stars. Like are are they once they reach the point where they decide what they want to do with their lives? Is this even what he decides to keep doing with his life? You right. know, like so many child actors just decide like, hey, I don't want to be an actor anymore. Yeah, like I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really what I want to do. But then you have people like Shia LaBeouf who like just get better with age, right? So I don't know, you know, like it kind of depends on what he does. Like I think the movies are great. I think both it's are great. I think that every season of the Stranger of Stranger Things, I've never been like, oh man, freaking. The only thing I've been like with Stranger Things is his character just like is just always super whiny. Yeah, but that's not his fault. That's right. the writing. Right. Um. So we'll kind of see like what happens here. I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Like with both these movies. We can well, we can wait and see. Both these movies look like they they might be just like kind of falling into the trap of like, hey, you know what's hot right now, kids <laughs> yeah. and eighties kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, like uh, Wonder Woman is also set in the eighties. Right. Somehow bringing um, Steve Trevor back. Yeah. I don't somehow. know how that's happening. Uh, and it's it's like a reversal role reversal where like she's telling him like right. oh, this is how the eighties are yeah and instead of him telling her this is how the real world is yep um it, it's it's almost like hey let's just Thor Ragnarok this and yeah. try to make it <laughs> <laughs> try to make it eighties and funny and like get, yeah. you know get some crazy mm-hmm. music and crazy hair and yeah. uh we'll be good to go that being said I love the first uh, Wonder Woman. And um, I think I have full confidence that this will be good. It just yeah. seems like, just like at first glance, it's like, okay, why? Why did you make these choices? Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's like, well, people people like it, you know? Yeah. Which could be good. I don't know. Like, both of them could be good, could be not. Uh, right now, I have no way of, like, right now they look good to me, at least. Yeah. I'm pumped about both of them. Yeah, I think both of them are appealing to me. Uh, yeah, great trailers, both of yeah, them. So. totally. You should go watch them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> There's another no, news more. thing what? that I'm kind of surprised you haven't brought up. Dude, talk about it. What is it? Uh, so you're a baseball fan. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For some, uh, and will be the show. It's coming. Yeah. going multi-platform. The first, uh, I was just, they were talking about this on Podcast Unlocked. It'll be the first uh, uh Baseball simulator game available on Xbox since 2013. It's insane, dude. And that means there was zero simulated baseball games on the Xbox One console. Yeah. That, like, they've had RBI baseball, but that's always like an arcadey kind of like thing. Uh, They've also had like, well, it's not, it's not, it's not actually licensed. They've had other games that are baseball, but they're not MLB right. games, licensed games. Yeah, it's been crazy. And, and like the show is a great game. Like I have, I bought a couple of them on, uh, on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. Like I have both systems, but I'm still more apt to buy things on Xbox just because I enjoy playing things there more. Yeah. It's weird. I, I don't like what know what that is other than I just have a a, a huge preference toward. The controller, the interface, the ecosystem, and so like this is—I'll probably buy the first, uh, my first, uh, the show game in hmm, four years, yeah, something like that. Um, which is good. Well, they said it won't happen till like what 2021, I think, is what. Yeah, as early as 2021. Said. So we have a little bit to to wait, um, but I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, some more news? I think in the latest update or maybe in the up- the upcoming update, Fortnite is getting local split screen multiplayer. What? Yep. So you can play. You'll be able to play with Judah 
on your Xbox split screen. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, right now we're doing the cross-play thing. He plays on Switch while I play on Xbox, and we can kind of sit on the couch together and play. That's cool. Um, but yeah. Which is easier to see. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of shocked he's as good as he is playing on the Switch because <laughs> A, those controllers are complete garbage, yeah. and B, it only runs at 30 frames per yeah. second at best. And it gets laggy sometimes. Yeah. And he's always like, I'm like on the bus ready to drop, and he's like, I'm still loading. Hold on. <laughs> so... Yeah, dude, I'm uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, is there anything else we're missing? Anything crazy that's happened? I'm sure there is. We'll yeah. always miss something. I know. <laughs> um, I'll uh, I'll I'll run down any of the the trailers. We could we could we could look, stop and look at any of the announcements they've made so far for yeah. the game awards. This is a weird episode. It is. Yeah. All right, vamp while I go find my phone. <laughs> What do you what do you want me to talk about? You want me to talk about? Uh, I found a new. Uh, there's a ramen joint down the street that's really good. Here. Here, yeah. You recently moved to. So we're in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right now. Yeah, we're we're bro bros. <clears throat> you moved to where I live. Yes. Uh, John lives in Nashville proper. Um. Okay, so let's just like try to find the news latest. All right. Okay. Oh, this is from IGN. Xbox Series X list of games rumored and confirmed. Well, that's just like all the games that have been announced. We don't need to go through that. Um, okay, we're not going to. That's Nope. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. I don't know what trailer they're showing right now, but it's it's completely got my attention. Looks like some kind of Greek. We're a little bit behind them, so maybe I could... Uh, Nope, it doesn't say yet. All right, so Gearbox has a new game called Godfall coming out. It's a next-gen game from developer Counterplay. Um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer happened. Um, Does that interest you at all, the Final Fantasy VII Remake? So it didn't until I was also listening to Podcast Unlocked a few weeks back, and they were... No, wait, it wasn't Podcast Unlocked. I think it was one of kind of funny uh, podcasts, probably their Games Daily. But it's like some of the verbiage around like what they've been saying about it makes yeah. it seem like it's like this ongoing series. Yeah. Because at first it was like, okay, is this just like a two-part game? But then like this is really only like one chapter or like a, a, right. a fifth of the game or something like that. Right. And like theoretically then they could make like five different games out of this. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, well, that sounds like something I could probably get into. Yeah. You know, like a five part game that sounds kind of cool. Uh, yeah. It's like I think it's it's either was I just don't know a lot about it. It either was turn based stra- uh, strategy or it will be turn based strategy. Was was all so Final Fantasy games were back in the day. Yeah. Um, either way, like I like both. I prefer not turn based. Yeah, me too. Um, so like, I don't know. I feel like I could get into it. Yeah. What do you feel like? I don't know. I I feel like it'd be something that I I'd be interested in. I wouldn't mind watching a playthrough of it. Uh but I think that it might be a little bit too much f- game for me. Like I wouldn't uh I wouldn't be able to get into it. It'd be it'd be kind of a it seems like it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, I, the only the only Final Fantasy game I've ever truly played was 9. Okay. Got really into that one, but other than that, I I just haven't really been into Final Fantasy games. I played um, thirteen and thirteen two back in the day. Kind of start. I didn't finish either one of them. I want to finish them both. Um, but and they're they're getting like they're getting released on Game Pass. Oh yeah, so like that's another thing. Like they're coming to Game Pass. I'm gonna try all of them. Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think fifteen was one that piqued my interest and I kind of, I liked the look and feel of that one. But I, again, I just like, I don't know enough about final fantasy games to just like dive you know, in, drop 60 bucks and see what I think, you know, yeah. but if it's free on game pass, then yeah, I'm going to check it out. Totally. Uh, apparently there's an open world shark game called man eater. They got a release date. Hmm. Uh, let's see I what it be was. A shark. I know. I want to be an open world. Uh, May, May 22nd, 2020. Um, they, there was a humankind trailer. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, uh, they announced the X-Men Rise of the Phoenix DLC. 
Okay. It's pretty cool. It's got Phoenix. Let's see if it's just like, oh, no, it's all the X-Men characters. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, Iceman, not all of them, because there's a lot. Iceman, <laughs> Cable, Gambit, and Phoenix. So okay. pretty cool. Ghost of Tsushima, got a release window. Uh, Wolf Among Us 2 is back in development. Fast and Furious Crossroads is uh, releasing next year. Riot Forge announced two new League of Legends games. Bravely Default 2 was announced. It's a Nintendo Switch exclusive coming in 2020. Magic Legends, set in the world of Magic the Gathering. Weird West uh, is the first game from Wolfeye Studios, founded by former Arcane devs. It's an action RPG. Offers a new take on the old West. Dark Alliance is coming out. Nine to Five. Player Unknown's best new game has uh, been revealed as Prologue, Surgeon Simulator 2, New World, Apple Arcade's Ultimate Rivals. It's a new sports game. You can compete in games of two-on-two hockey with players from the NHL, NBA, M- M- MLB, NFL, WNBA, and Women's National Soccer Team. Path of the Warrior from Oculus Studios and Twisted Pixel. It's a VR game. Naraka Blade Point. It's coming out. Um, Gears Tactics, we've got to look at that. Ori and the Will of the Wisp, we've got a new trailer for that. It's got a, a minor delay to March 11th, 2020. Apex Legends has a Christmas event going on. No More Heroes 3, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, some of the music artists. Uh, Beat Saber Green Day DLC. Sega showed off its uh, turn-based historical strategy game, Humankind. Uh Warframe has a new update now available on PC. Controls uh, has a, has some DLC coming out. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online teased what's coming in 2020. Uh, let's see here. Mm, I think that's it so far. That like at least that IGN's posted. Yeah, this is ongoing. We'll have more news next week. That's okay. Yeah, and we can we can talk more about the Series X. I feel like that's. I'm I'm still I'm kind of reeling about and I'm kind of flabbergasted <laughs> by all this. <laughs> the fact that that's actually a thing now. Um, the the name itself actually kind of surprised me because it's uh it really is a, a different take on naming consoles. Like, yeah, here's here's that here's that quote that I referenced. So, okay, yeah. Um, uh, Phil Spencer was asked at XO nineteen. Uh, if naming the next-gen Xbox currently known to the pro- public as Project Scarlet has been difficult due to the naming conventions of previous Xbox consoles. So we had the Xbox, Xbox 360, yeah. Xbox One, Xbox One S and X. Mm-hmm. And he said it hasn't. Uh, he says, our naming can- convention has been around what we think the capabilities are. Xbox 360 was about the entertainment experience around the box and the box being the center in the center of that entertainment experience. Xbox one, if you remember our branding early on was always on input all in one. Those names were were really built around the purpose of the box. Spencer finished up by saying that he feels like each Xbox console is self-contained so they don't need to feel like direct follow-ups, at least not now how they're named in relation to, I guess, Sony PS one, two, three, four, five, um, and so he said that the it will have next gen Xbox will have a name that describes its purpose was the weird. The so okay, so if you follow that logic, does that mean that like the lower tier offering will be called like the Series S? Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I. That's such a weird thing for him to say and then have it come out and be called the Series X. Like, Series X doesn't tell me anything about what the console does. Mm -hmm. It may set... I mean, it sets up a naming convention that's way more broad so that you're not, you know... If they're looking towards more of a generationless future, you know, calling something the Series something gives you a lot of ways to expand and iterate on that, but... Yeah, it's weird, dude. Um, even the, even the design, though, too. Like you think about, uh, I think probably the PlayStation Three. Like if you look at the original design for the PlayStation Three, that thing is massive. One and two, just super weird. 
Like yeah. you can't, you can't really like put it anywhere where it's like it fits nicely because it's like this weird oval shape and like it, it used to be that you just you know there was you had to make the console something to look at. Yeah, like it had to be like something that was visually like interesting and now it's like the console has to be this thing that's kind of invisible yeah which is what i prefer right like i mean yeah i mean you're right both the xbox 360 and ps3 were just like these weird like these weird curves to them and mm-hmm. like they they could only really stand like alone whereas like i mean except for the fact that it, they'd probably just get too hot you could technically stack all these consoles on top of each other right which would be fine with me yeah you know um i like the fact that it's like vertical mm-hmm. i'm sure you can lay it down on its side yeah like but I like that. I mean, I'll probably use it in a vertical like way. Yeah. Like sit it there. Yeah. Um, I mean, ours sits on top, like on top of our entertainment center because I have an X and it gets really hot. Yeah. I don't like having it in the cupboard. Right. So uh, it sits kind of behind the TV on the, uh, on top of the entertainment center. So yeah, I kind of like, it kind of looks like a, um, almost like a Bluetooth speaker almost, <laughs> you know, or like, <laughs> yes. like some kind of like smart speaker. Um, oh, we should talk. Okay, we'll talk about some other more things in a second. Okay, yeah. but yeah, that. Well, I was kind of done. That's that's pretty much it. Well, I don't want. I don't want to switch. Well, I, I I agree. Like yep. it, uh, um, having it hidden and like makes sense in our space. There's JJ Abrams for some reason oh, on the Game Awards. I don't know what's going on there. You better not be talking about Star Wars. If they're showing some kind of trailer. I'm literally going to turn off the TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's showing something. He just introed something. Nope. Okay. Who's this guy? I think he's from EA. Oh. If I had to guess. Maybe they're talking about, but you played that. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Force uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. How was it? Uh, it was very good. Uh, non-spoilery things. Uh, it's a very hard game, but you can adjust the the uh, difficulty settings uh, as you play. So um, it's got a Dark Souls, Akiro, Shadows Die Twice feel to it. Nice. With the combat. Um Got to be very methodical, and uh, oh, he was talking about the he's talking about the Fortnite stuff, dude. That's why look at that glider. Yeah. It looks like a looks like a like a tie, tie fighter. Yeah, tie interceptor thing. And there's a live event December fourteenth at two p.m. Eastern time. Oh yeah, what, what's today? The twelfth, two days. So this Saturday. <gasps> I will not be. I'm gonna be. What, dude? Grab your take your switch and. Oh my gosh. At two p.m. Eastern time. So that's uh, what time is that here? One. It's one. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be online. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh well, okay, but I think it's a it's a scene from the movie. Oh, I don't want to see that. Yeah, so it takes place at uh, Rusty Reels. No, nope, not doing that. Everybody's gonna go basically to the drive-in theater unless and we watch. get that glider for being there. Mm. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just close your eyes, just set up your character, and then close your eyes, and then see if you get the glider. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't have to look at the screen. I could turn down the volume. Yeah, just be there. Yeah. Just be there. Just be Just in the be moment. There. I hope everyone's wearing stormtrooper outfits. <laughs> yeah, I mean they should. <laughs> so it's like, the, see, there they are. Yeah, oh, there's wow, the skins. that looks really good. Aren't they cool? Yeah. Yeah. So like Finn, Ray, the the red trooper. I feel like that's wears- a great rendering of the characters. Like they don't look uh-huh. weird. They look like them, but still kind of cartoony. That's really totally. Good. Um, I, I I really like the new. Like I feel like Fortnite Chapter Two gave it a bump up in visual quality. Yeah. That I really appreciate. Yeah. What were we talking about before this? Oh, I was gonna say. So I also uh, there's two things. Uh, I got a pair of iPod Pros. Yes. Um, fantastic. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Um, I, for a minute, so I I do have a thing like with in ears specifically. My right ear is bigger than my left ear, mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of bouncing back and forth between like the lar- size large and size medium. I think I'm going to stick with medium. It's just going to like have to go further in my ear than the other one because like whenever I have a large, it like kind of just like slides down and starts pointing down rather yeah. than like pointing the way it should. Yeah. Um, and I don't like that, but like the, the uh, noise cancellation is fantastic. It's as good as any like Bose uh, ear, ear pods that I put in. And um, I think the transparent mode is really, really cool. It doesn't just like turn the, it's, this is what it sounds like it's doing. It doesn't just turn the um, noise cancellation off. It like actively pipes in like sounds to your and tries to compensate for the fact that you have uh, a seal around your ear, and so you can actually like hear things like almost like normal. Huh. And the, the reason I can I think I can tell that it's 
piped in is because like the EQ, it doesn't sound like the way it should sound. You yeah. know, like if if I just stuck stick those in my ear and they were dead, I don't think they would sound like that. Interesting. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, and right, like right up above your head, I'll show you after we get done. I have the uh, Amazon Echo Studio up there. Uh huh. Um, it's made to play music on, and I think it sounds fantastic. Uh, it's like the reviews have been getting. It's been, oh, this is like the weirdest looking game. Oh my gosh! What is happening right now? I don't know, but she has four arms and and legs and four legs. That's weird. It's like this is like a military like shooter kind of third person shoot. No, first person shooter thing. With some kind of crazy, like, magical being they're hunting, maybe? This is strange. Yeah. Um, this is probably the weirdest podcast we've done in a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I, really, I really like it. What I really want to do is get two of them, have a Sons, Sons of the Forest. Oh, it's a spinoff of that game, The Forest. What is The Forest? It's like a survival, survival game. Like mm. a, yeah. I feel like we should get uh, next time, like maybe for E3, we set up, uh, we just stream on like Twitch and just do this only on like, I feel like this works better visually. Yeah, this is probably not the greatest experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm looking at Jeff Keeley. He's doing a fist pump. Okay, now he's doing like an O shape with his hand. He's very thumbs oh, yeah, up. He just, he yeah, he just, he just gave us a presidential uh, Bill Clinton kind of like, hey. Yeah, world <laughs> premiere. Okay, here we go. All right, sorry. So, uh, AirPods. AirPods. Oh, AirPods. The Echo Studio is what I was talking about. Yeah, yes, yes. Echo Studio is great. Um, I want to get a couple of them f- so it can like uh, I can use it as a stereo. Oh, okay. A stereo pair um, because I think that would make like make it sound even better. Yeah. But right now it sounds fantastic. I'll show you whenever we get done. Awesome. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's cool. all I've got. I got a hoverboard. You got a hover. <laughs> I forgot about that. You did get a hoverboard. <laughs> I did buy a hoverboard. It's a lot of fun. Did you, is it still at work? No, it I, it's at home. Oh, I'm probably going to bring it back to work during uh, like the holidays. I mean, do you, do you uh, use it like at, nobody at there. home more or at work more? I only took it to work that one day. Oh, okay. But like when I get home, I'll just ride it around. Okay. Yeah, my son really enjoys it too. So for everyone who doesn't know, Josh and I work together. I don't know if you've yeah. ever like said that. <laughs> I don't know if we have either, but <laughs> in any kind of like official yeah. way on the podcast. <laughs> Most like, of the people that know? are on this podcast work with us. But yes, yeah. that's that's true. A lot of a lot of them. Um, yeah, so that's the news. That's the news. All right, Josh. Well, now that, uh, the game awards are over, I'm going to run down the list of the winners. Okay. We're going to start with game of the year. And the nominees were Control, Death Stranding, Super Smash Brothers, Ultimate, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and The Outer Worlds. The winner, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. For best game direction, the nominees were Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shattered Die Twice, Outer Wilds, and the winner is Death Stranding. For best narrative, the nominees were A Plague Tale, Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, The Outer Worlds. The winner was Disco Elysium. For best art direction, the nominees were Control, Death Stranding, Gris, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. The winner, Control. For Best Score Music, the, the nominees were Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, Sayonara Wild Hearts, and the winner is Death Stranding. Best Audio Design. The nominees were Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and the winner is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Best Performance, the nominees were Ashley Birch as Pavardi Holcomb in The Outer Worlds, Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control, Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5, Mads Michelson as Cliff in Death Stranding, Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control, and Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges in Death Stranding. The winner, Mads Michelson as Cliff in Death Stranding. Uh, Games for Impact, the nominees were Concrete Genie, Gris, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. The winner is Gris. For Best Ongoing Game, the nominees were Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, and the winner is Fortnite. Best Independent Game, 
Bao is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, Untitled Goose Game, and the winner, Disco Elysium. For best mobile game, the nominees were Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky Children of Light, What the Golf. The winner is Call of Duty Mobile. Best community support, the nominees were Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. The winner, Destiny 2. Best VR AR game, Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe. The winner, Beat Saber. For best action game, the nominees were Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. The winner, Devil May Cry 5. For best action adventure game, the nominees were Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. The winner, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. For best RPG, Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy 14, Kingdom Hearts 3, Modern, oh, sorry, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, The Outer Worlds, and the winner is Disco Elysium. For Best Fighting Game, the nominees were Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and the winner is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. For Best Family Game, the nominees were Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. The winner is Luigi's Mansion 3. For Best Strategy Game, the nominees were Age of Wonders, Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropical Six, and Wargroove. The winner is Fire Emblem Three Houses. For Best Sports Racing Game, the nominees were Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, Dirt Rally 2.0, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, F1 2019, FIFA 20. The winner, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Best Multiplayer Game, the nominees were Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. The winner, Apex Legends. Fresh indie game presented by Subway. Nominees are Zaum for Disco Elysium, Nomada Studios for Gris, Dead Toast Entertainment for My Friend Pedro, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds, Mega Crit for Slay the Spire, House House for Untitled Goose Game, uh, Zaum for Disco Elysium is the winner. Content Creator of the Year. The nominees were Courage, Jack Dunlop, Dr. Lupo, Benjamin Lupo, Ewok, Solil Wheeler, Greg, uh, David Martinez, Shroud, Michael Grisk. Uh, Shroud is the winner. Best esports game, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch were the nominees. League of Legends is the winner. Uh, I'm just going to do the the winners of these esports. Best esports player is Kyle Bugda Geistorf. For, uh, the team is Immortals, uh, and he plays Fortnite. Best esports team winner is G2 Esports for the uh, they play League of Legends. Best esports event the winner is League of Legends World Championship 2019. Best esports coach the winner is Danny Zonic Sorensen uh, from Team Astralis. Uh, they play Counter Strike Go. Best esports host the winner is <laughs> FG Socks Deportier. Player's Voice Award is Fire Emblem Three Houses. The best gaming tweet of the year is I Regret Nothing by at YT Sunnies. Uh, and that's it. So there you have it. That's the list of Game Awards 2019 so winners. Many, so many winners. Uh, I, a lot of games I need to play. Yep. <laughs> um also, I wanted to talk to you before we hit the end of the year. Yeah. I still need a... How much... Okay. I have not finished Red Dead. <laughs> John texted me and told me I have to give you crap about this. <laughs> yes. Um, I forgot what happens if I don't finish this game. Is it 30... I owe you $30? Uh, I think it's 30 but here, here's the thing, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... I'm not the kind of guy... Mm. To steal money from somebody. Well, it's not. It's not stealing. If I made uh, this, the other thing. I'm. I'm. I'm a man who pays his debts. (laughs) 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 The last thing I want is for uh, you know, like some uh, 
loan shark type person to show up threatening to break my legs because I didn't well, pay you. That is how I how I deal with things. That's what but, I thought. Uh, you know, I've had a year to think about it, Chris, hmm. and uh, I completely understand why some people would have trouble finishing this game. Uh, and it is a very, uh, it's a very, uh, involved game. It takes a lot of your time. Yeah. And, uh, so I get that you're a busy man. Yeah. Yeah. So but somehow you finished it and you're a busy man. Well, that, uh, and I don't think children. I'm as busy zero, as you are. I have no, I have no, no children <laughs> and I didn't finish this game, but you, you're a very, you're a very, uh, you, you like to fill your time. I'm not. I'm not a true. fill my time kind of person. I'm like I. I would. I try to do the opposite. In fact, yeah. I, I put a lot of energy towards not filling my time. Uh, so, yeah, it's okay, man. All right, all right. Well, I still have <laughs> like 15 days or something ridiculous. Yeah. To uh, to finish this thing, so uh, we'll and see. And what chapter were you on? <laughs> Two. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. It was it was before the map opened up. Like I like like and I'm only in like the what seems to be the like the top like right side, the east like northeast yeah. part of the map. Yeah, I think there's a whole another like huge section of the map. Yeah, <laughs> like yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm, well, well, I hope that I hope that someday you get to go back. Yeah, and. You get to watch. You get to you get to play this game. This is the thing. It's 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 a at this point. It's like it's like a sore spot. Like I, okay, I was so excited for that game. Yeah. And like what I wanted to do was like take a week off. Yeah. And like just play that game. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't. I forgot what, who knows what happened. <laughs> um, because Red Dead Redemption One is literally one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this probably would be too. Maybe I don't know if I finished it. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's a great story, and I think it's probably one of the best protagonists of any game I've ever played. Nice. Um, I mean, Arthur Morgan is just freaking the best. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of my takeaway. Uh, I did try to start a new playthrough, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a lot. Is there and- a new game plus? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, you're not like acquiring skills along the way, so. No. (laughs) No. But yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, man. Well, um, next week, we're going to be reviewing Star Wars, Mm. The Rise of Skywalker. What are your, what are your, uh, where are you at with this? (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm kind of, I'm. Uh, I've, I said on this podcast, uh, I said something about phase, uh, or the, the infinity saga in regards to, uh, Marvel movies and how the chances that any other saga is going to, uh, match up and be as good as the infinity saga. Like ending it. Yeah. Wrapping everything up. Yeah. The, the chances of it being that impactful are pretty low. And uh, to think otherwise is just kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. Um, and I think as lovers of pop culture, lovers of movies and comics, stuff like that, I think we get really uh, kind of wrapped up in those emotions. And it's like, well, why isn't it better? Why isn't it the best? And really, you just have to kind of come to a place where you're like, it's okay that it's not the best because the one that I really like is really good and it will always be good and I will always like it. Yeah, and uh, adding something on top of that that I don't like as much does not detract from how much I like the other thing. Totally. So, um, I really like Force Awakens, and um, I really enjoy Rogue One. I know it's not perfect, but I watched it recently, and I still think it's really, really good. I know a lot of people do not like Solo. I think it's a, a I nice it's film. Fine. Yeah, it's I, a movie that I didn't need. Yeah, but I'm okay that it exists. Yeah, you know, it doesn't hurt anything, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the Last Jedi. Every time I watch it, it, it hurts my soul a little yeah, bit more. I, I can't. I can't. And uh, so this one, I'm just kind of like, listen, if it sucks, that sucks. That it sucks, but at least I enjoyed watching The Force Awakens. I really enjoyed that movie, and yeah. I'll never forget that experience of seeing it in the theaters. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, I think my only hang up still, like, I mean, you know, obviously, like. Uh, 
you know, this is coming on the heels of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, the only person in this process I trust anymore is J.J. Yep. And he, by his own admission, doesn't finish things that often. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, 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 he's really, he, I think he, I, the quote I saw this week from the New York times was something like, he's like, I'm real good at starting things. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see if he can wrap it up. Like, I also don't like the, the main, my main thing with, with it is just like, I, I just don't know how I feel about the finality of this movie. The yeah. fact that it has to wrap up the entire because they series. haven't done a good job of progressing the story. They haven't done a good job, and they haven't like teased this along the way. Like technically, if this if this trilogy is the third act in a trilogy of trilogies, mm-hmm. then this sh- they should have been teasing things along the way. Yep, that this was the end. Yeah, um, and none of that has happened. It should have felt like like Force Awakens was like freaking dynamite, and it, it was just like such a huge jump right out of the gate. Yeah. And then the last Jedi is such a pullback on the on the reins, yeah, and just almost doesn't even really advance the story, right? And you're just kind of like, well, we were moving along so well, almost a little too fast for you know if you really think about it. Case like, wise, for, yeah. Force Awakens goes really quick, um, and we we just kind of lost all of that momentum in the last Jedi, and now it's like, and it's going to be over now. So buckle up, here we go. Yeah, dude. I I mean I think I mean. Once we get, I th- if we get, once we get ten years, probably even down the road from this, yeah, people are. I think I feel like people can look back on this and objectively probably look at it and say, like, from a filmmaking perspective, there was a lot of things that went wrong. Yeah, um, on how how you should uh, handle a property like this. Yes, um, and I know it's so unique to something like Star Wars, but like I think it also applies to things like Bond, things like. Uh, the Avengers and Marvel properties, yep. like DC properties, like uh, like they butcher left and right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's I don't know. Like, well, it'll be it'd be interesting to see, like, just kind of like what is the collective um, perspective on this? Yeah, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just again, it's like, why do we? I don't need this to be an end. I, I know in my mind, Star Wars never ends. Right. Like there's not, this is not an, and I don't think that they, they, I think they want to keep telling stories. I don't know. We'll just see. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Hopefully it's great. I hope it's like one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I'm, I'm optimistic about that. But um, also like, I'm just, I guess I'm just like. What's the bare minimum it has to do for you in order for you to feel like that was worth it? <sighs> I don't know because, like, like I said, with the fact that this has to wrap everything up now, the stakes are even higher than they would have been if I just needed them to this to be the like the end of this trilogy. Yeah, the fact it has to be the end of this entire saga series, mm-hmm. like somehow raises the stakes more than I think they needed to be raised. Yeah, I didn't need this. <laughs> I think I think the bare minimum for me is just having some honor and respect for like the six or well, at this point, the eight movies that came before it. Yeah. Where Last Jedi just felt like such a slap in the face. Is that Elon Musk? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the car. Is Are they it, putting the car in Cyberpunk? His truck's going to come out or something like that. The way that they're panning. Yeah, here comes something. Is it? Is it stuck? There's nothing on the screen. <laughs> I don't know. It probably broke down backstage. Oh, it's just a oh, person. Norman Reedus. Okay. Oh, what in the world? All right, cool. Uh, probably makes more sense with sound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just if if the story sucks or the ending just didn't work out right, like at the very least, don't don't uh, make a, a mockery out of the the stuff that's come before. Yeah, you know. Like yeah. show some respect for what the people have come to see in your movie, and treat it with a little bit of uh, honor, you know. Or even this trilogy, like that was part of the 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 deal with. I mean, last year I I think treated the characters that we met in the Force Awakens poorly, and treated yep. like the characters that we loved poorly mm-hmm. um, from previous movies, and like that's not like we don't want that on any in any way. 
Um, yeah. Oh, we want the, this trilogy to have meant something. And right now, I don't feel like it means anything. Yeah. Other than watching spoilers, but watching our, you know, like our, our characters die. Yep. That's basically what this is yeah. so far. The biggest takeaways. Yeah. All it's your, not, all your friends are dead. All your friends are dead. Like the Jedi are gone. <laughs> all your friends are dead. <laughs> kill the past. Yeah. Kill the, kill the past. You're nobody. I mean, I don't know. This, this feels real dark to yeah. end on this, but <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that being said, I'm still real pumped about it. Yeah. Like, you know, we're going to go in at, at 6 PM yep. on Thursday, the earliest show in we could get. Yep. Um, it's going to be great. I'm yeah. going to be, I'm going to be there and I'm going to, uh, be ready to, uh, to see some, uh, space wizard battles. Yes. Yes. So pumped. You can find us online at standardtargetpodcast.com on social at chriswright250 and fultron84 and at standardtargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. Thank you for coming on. Hey, you're welcome. Our third co-host. Mm. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.